We're in the room. How's it going, guys? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Uh, this is our third interview of our open studio sessions. Um, and uh, today we're speaking to Amy Yeomans, who's uh, from Masks from Amy. Amy, Masks from Amy. Yeah, oh. Masks by Amy, yeah. Masks um, by Amy, yeah. <laughs> I'm arguing myself. I'm like, is it Masks? Yeah, when you're sat right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and joining me, obviously, is uh, you can hear a giggle in the background. <laughs> is Dee. Hello. Uh, I, I do feel like I'm letting the team down and massively because Shane was wearing his biscuit t shirt and I'm not wearing mine. So, uh, you know. How dare you, Mr. Whiteley? Where's your t shirt? Normally, you're always in a podcast t shirt. Mm. Every time I see you, some podcast yeah. t shirt. And now, and also, what's with the beard? Oh, I'm, I'm a Spartan now. Did you not know? I'm, I'm, I'm liking it though. I'm like, I saw it the other day on socials and I'm like, I'm liking the beard. I've got like a silverback gorilla thing going on though. All this, these, but lines. it's good though. It's good though. Silver fox—that's what it's meant to be, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. It's distinguished. That's what I call it anyway. It's distinguished. I used to be like tortoise shell, right? If you look at pictures yeah. of me when I put pictures of, of selfies, which are like copious amounts, there's always like a ginger <laughs> tint to my beard, right? I used to have like bits of ginger, bits of white, bits of black. But there's no ginger there now, though. Because I'm getting old, D. <laughs> oh, don't say that. It's like, you're, you're only so much older than me. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, Amy, uh, thank you for joining us uh, today for the show. Uh, thank you for getting in oh. touch, you know, because uh, I always want to speak to people about uh, different things that are going on around, around the town. And in your case, it's something that's going on around the world because it's affected you and you're doing something to help, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I set up Masks by Amy. I'm officially set it up in September but I was making masks for like friends and family from sort of April onwards and then obviously there was a big kick when it came in that you had to wear masks in shops people started contacting me and I was like oh my goodness I can't do this from my personal Facebook anymore like there's too many people so I set up the page in September and it's all just sort of snowballed from there really. When you've got too much business though you got too many people to make you know things are good though right it's like ah oh. it's such a good feeling like to feel like you're doing something that people want it's like yes i've i've hit something here this is good people So when to- when you hold on i just want to ask so when you started making your masks obviously you started making them for yourself and your family but was it because you didn't like the ones that were on sale or you wanted something a bit different or was it kind of like more cheaper to make them yourself what made you want to start making them I'm into like crafty sewing bits anyway so I was like oh, I as well, yeah. I'll, I'll have a little go <laughs> and my little brother was born with a bilateral cleft lip and palate which means he doesn't really have a nose bridge his nose is just a little bit flat so all of the medical masks obviously they pinch around your nose yeah but not for him. He he couldn't do that. So I had to find some way of making a mask that would fit him for college. So that's what sort of kick-started it. And then they well, that's really good, good though, that your, your masks are suitable for loads of different people. Because obviously not everyone looks the same. Not everyone's facial features are the same. Yeah. And a lot of the masks that you get are tend to be universal. Like you're saying, like they have the nose fit and everything like that. And they're yeah. not suitable for everyone. It's like they've been saying that some people are exempt because the masks aren't suitable for them and because yeah. of that reason is it making them less safe is it they can put other people in vulnerable so you're doing it so it's basically keeping everyone as safe as they can be within these regulations we're having to live in it's yeah really I just wanted yeah. I just wanted to like add a little bit of fun into something we all had to do anyway I was like if I'm gonna wear a mask I'm gonna have one with dinosaurs on it I'm gonna have yes. one with cupcakes on it like yeah I'm gonna have a cool mask and it just sort of spiraled because my mum was like, I want one with sweets on it. So I went out and bought fabric with sweets on it. And then someone else saw it on Facebook and they were like, can I have a sweets one? And that's sort of how my collection built up of fabric. Did you do Halloween ones? Yeah, they were pretty cool. I had one with little ghosts with sunglasses on. That was my (laughs) favourite. 
Christmas ones at the minute. They're going mental, obviously, but I've yeah. got a really cute one that I've done for myself because I don't like oh. sell any Disney ones, but I'm a massive Disney nerd. So I've got I one with Disney. like Mickey and Minnie ice skating. It's amazing. <laughs> Because those horrible blue ones, they are horrible, right? They're just like, oh, like you see, I, I see them. I can't wear them. Yeah. They make yeah. my face so itchy. Like I, I had to go and have a blood test. And obviously, understandably, I had to switch out of my mask that I'd made into like a sanitary one. But mm. um, I know it's like sterile and it's better and everything, but it was just so uncomfortable. Like it's, yeah. it's so itchy. You can't breathe through them. It's I've not got, nice. yeah, I've got some of the disposal ones, but mine, are, I got them in black instead of blue. But I notice when I wear them, even if you twist them at the side so they fit better or anything like this, then you have massive gaps. But if I wear it, normally it rides up into my eyes. Yeah. And I haven't got a small head at all. My head's quite large. Yeah, like those. Like, I'll show you some right now. I bought them yeah. for the and studio. it rides no. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, they just I'm... don't fit my face properly at all. They're like gaping at the sides. and like. I have no, no idea how me. people do surgery in them and how doctors wear oh, them. Oh, no. No. Shout out to the NHS who wear them for like hours now yeah. because I couldn't. Like, <laughs> no, definitely not. Taxi drivers too, you know, because you forget taxi yeah, drivers absolutely. all day. Um, the other thing as well, how I think they should encourage people who don't need the medical ones, like people who aren't in the medical industry, I think people should encourage them to wear these reusable ones, like the ones that you're making, because it's better for the environment because you hear all these things now, like when people throw their masks away, they should cut the strings and everything like yeah. this. Because um, it went from seeing... Um, uh, like seagulls stuck in bits of McDonald's McFlurries, and now you're seeing them all with like um, the muscle wrap around their legs and everything. Yeah. I think people still need to be aware that we're using these things every single day, and it's going to make an impact. Absolutely, mm. and it's more cost effective in the long run. This is what I'm trying to tell it people: is, yeah. like five pounds, it's an investment. Like I know you can get them for like Amazon, you can get them for like fifty p a mask or whatever, but you should technically only be wearing that mask once. Like yeah, then there's people rewearing and rewearing the surgical ones, and it's. It's just not sanitary. Like you're gonna, and they look lanky like, afterwards as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> people, there's people with like folding around the edges and they've got a little bit brown. It's like yeah, with the makeup foundation stains on them. Yeah, mm. I was <laughs> I was speaking to an older chap last week and he was his was like yellowing. It must have been a smoker or something. Oh. I was kind of like, yeah, you should really uh, upgrade that mask, sir. Um, and you know, I've I've got like too many masks now. I do, like, yeah, I got loads. And I've got like a, a thick snood as well that I put up, which probably isn't uh, you know, medically great, but like I've got but a beard now. it's something though. It's yeah. something, yeah. Uh, I think if I was going to have to ask you to make me a mask, it would be a beard-proof one. You'd have to make me a bucket mask. Yeah. Like a big, you know, dark. Yeah, I, mean, I, do what I, call, yeah. I do what I call a large adult, but that's pretty much just a big men with beards mask. Because oh. like the adult one's pretty universal, like it fits most people, but there is like a next size up for if you have a massive beard do you advertise that a lot that you do ones for people with beards because i know so many people who've had to shave their beards off just so they can wear these masks to go to the shops i don't advertise it like i've got my sizing on it but if anyone asks oh i've got a beard can you do this i was like yes yes i can like just let me (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll, I'll, we'll talk after this you can make me a beard mask what materials can you get them because like i'm a big fan of like things like rick and morty and the simpsons and things like this and it's really hard to get the material and to buy them on on amazon is like quite expensive Uh, yeah yeah. and even if it is like seven eight quid i'd pay that and i give that to someone that's local and independent and i'm helping someone that's you know yeah local so uh, yeah you have to be careful with like licensing and stuff like that so i i don't do any of like my disney masks or like i do like harry potter and star wars i don't do them for like general sale but 
I'd be more than happy to make you one just for being nice. But um, oh. I don't sell those, but I do like I've imported some um, Stranger Things fabric just for my own personal use from America. Nice. That's pretty cool. Um, I couldn't find Peter Pan fabric for Love Nor Money, so I had to import that. Oh, wow, spending, that'd be a good one. I'm spending a ridiculous amount of money on fabric, but we're just not going to discuss that because it makes me happy. That's one thing, isn't it? It's like... like are the costs of your mask covering the cost of your fabrics or is it turning a bit more into like where it's just covering itself but you do it because you like it or are you actually making something back from it to then continue this because you never know in the future you might end up becoming more of like a are they like tailors or someone who does design things I don't actually I I don't advertise this but I don't make any money off of the masks Mm. so all the money that I um, make goes back into buying fabric back into buying the elastic I buy all of my packaging from like little independent businesses so like all my stickers that I have all my posting labels everything comes from small businesses and then anything that I make on top I donate to charity so I've worked with little bags of kindness who I know you recorded a show with earlier today or yesterday Yesterday, Um, I've done work with the ARC I've done Royal British Legion I'm currently doing Birmingham Children's Hospital. I've done the Stoke neonatal unit because unfortunately a family friend lost a baby earlier in the year. And it, it's just whatever I get, I like to give back because it started off that I only made enough money that I could buy the fabric in and that's what I had. But now I have like something like 380 different fabrics. So I'm like, I'm making so much money. I can use enough to cover what I'm doing, what I've already got. And then everything else I can... Because you've got enough stock now that you can have more movement going yeah. and more of a return so you can give back, yeah. Yeah. It's mm. really rewarding as well. Like, I'm really enjoying doing it. And, like, tomorrow I'm holding a raffle for the children's hospital. I've got a load of things from small businesses together. And that's my little project that I'm doing tomorrow. And it's just anything that I can raise for charity I'll do because, obviously, I mentioned earlier my little brother with his cleft lip. Birmingham Children's Hospital have done so much work for him and like whatever I can give back is just a drop in the ocean like yeah, yeah. nice um when you when you're working from home and you start a new business and it's really exciting and you're like I could make it do you have to limit the amount of hours you're sat are you working like office hours do you set yourself times or are you just constantly sat at the sewing machine I'm a complete night owl. So I I got made redundant in January. That's where this story starts. So I got made redundant in January. I was working normal retail hours. And when I started making the masks, it was pretty much to give myself a purpose in the day because obviously I was trying to get a job in a pandemic, which isn't an easy feat. Mm. And I was like, I need something to do with my day. So it started off just sort of sewing whenever I wanted to. But now I sort of in the daytime when I've got the light I do everything like taking photography I've got really into TikTok for advertising the masks like because people all over the world can find that like I've had some TikToks absolutely blow up and it's I find it's the best way to get people to look at my page so I do all that whilst I've got the sunlight and everything I've been doing some little dances this morning and stuff and then I go to sewing in the nighttime because it's I'm still awake till like probably 11 half 11 answering messages things like that so yeah good I like to see that you've been I've really like I yeah. poured all of my heart into it. It's it's and keeping busy. <laughs> you know what, Dee, as as being the entrepreneur that she is, and me being the guy that's made this, like uh, we very much uh, we we feel that, and we do empathise with you. Oh yeah, there's nothing. It's absolutely a passion project, completely. Like it is. If, if it is, ever when, got to the point when you're doing something you enjoy doing, you'll actually work more hours than you've ever worked in your life but it will not feel like you're working that's the crazy thing people always say or when you find something that you enjoy doing and it doesn't feel like a job 
It's a lie. You'll actually do more hours than you've ever done before, but you'll enjoy every single hour of it. Obviously, there's hell, but it's brilliant, especially like you, you've got a passion, you've got a drive, and you choose not to make money on it, and you choose to give yeah. back. I think that's a huge thing that people are going to hear, and they're going to go to you, like instead of going to eBay and Amazon to get their masks, and come to you, get specialised ones, because they know it's going back into it. It's not going to someone who's pocketing it. Pocketing yeah. from a pandemic, oh, God, words. Pocketing <laughs> from a pandemic is a little bit of a selfish thing I think it's always been it's always been a passion project. The goal was never to make money. The goal was always just to keep myself busy, support my own mental health, like give myself a reason to get out of bed. That was always the thing that it started with and then started dipping into like charity things. And it's the goal has never been money, which I think is why I'm enjoying it so much because it's more of a passion project. I'm not thinking about, oh, is this going to succeed or fail? Like I'm just using the money I make, I'm buying the fabric that I can afford. That's what I'm doing. And like you said, profiting off a pandemic, I've had quite a few people assume that I'm doing that and Facebook can be a terrible place but that is where mm. I sell all my it is it's a horrible place Facebook is but it's also an amazing place as well equally mm. I've had people find my mask from America Netherlands everywhere in the world but I've also had some nasty people who don't agree with what I'm doing even though I've explained that it's for charity I'm not doing anything making anything from it but you always get those people and you can't think about that so. you will whatever, whatever you choose to do you could be a surgeon and people are going to still criticize you for something yeah absolutely yeah. i mean it's always gonna happen when we spoke to uh, the little bags of um kindness um that I, we were talking about because that came away came from the uh the pack lunch thing earlier in the year when people were like let's make some pack lunches for people now some people found a way to create negatives out of that and i just don't understand people sometimes like how can you <laughs> look at someone and go you shouldn't be doing that people should be fending for themselves what what i, was I don't understand it but I, think I don't get it you can give someone if you can't if you can't help people when they're at their lowest then that speaks more to you as a human than it does to them in their vulnerable situation oh, definitely. yeah 100 percent, 100 times over like little bags of kindness they're doing a wonderful thing and i was more mm. than happy to help them out like I, that's another thing I really enjoyed doing. I took the money I made from the masks that week. I went to home bargains. I bought a load of nice shower gels. I bought a load of colouring books. And I was I had fun doing it. So it wasn't even like a... It wasn't a chore to have to give to charity. I enjoyed doing it. And I got enjoyment out of it. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah. What was it like for you at the beginning then? Um, so like you were obviously you'd lost your job you, you know you're looking for something and you just started making masks uh just as like a hobby type thing uh and then it suddenly starts taking off what's that feel like for you it was really really cool like i remember it was sort of july time where i started getting messages of like can you do this style mask for me and can you do this style mask for me and it was like sort of july august time that i realized yeah i i could do something here like this isn't just friends and family anymore this isn't just people in the village like this is going up and down the country and I think the moment it really hit me was last month I sat down and went through all of my orders that I'd had for the last couple of months and I printed out a map of the UK with all the different postcodes and I started colouring in where my masks had been and to see it visually was such a cool thing like because there there wasn't many places not colored in unless you're in scotland any scottish viewers hit me up like that that was where it was getting kind of blank but to see it written down on paper was amazing like that's the moment where i was like yeah this this is a good thing like i i started the year obviously in a really bad place and i just wanted to do something that would improve my mental health i could talk about it on my cv later because like 
what I've essentially done, I've got skills in social media. I've got skills in business management now. Like I've learned how to do so many things just from sewing a little bit and making stupid TikToks in my room. Like I've managed to build something tangible from it. It's actually, it's actually a really important thing you mentioned there is the fact that when somebody is talking about what they're doing on Instagram and on Facebook and on TikTok, people don't un- actually understand that they're networking. It, some people don't understand that. Yeah. They're just like, they're having a bit of fun. And all of us, I, I mean, uh, I spoke to a kid recently that was like, uh, I, I just put this thing on, on YouTube and it's blowing up. It's got thousands and thousands of views. And I was kind of like, well, there you go. That's a start, you know? People don't realize that this, this these things have massive sort of uh, an impact on people. Um, and, you know, maybe if you take something away from this is you can teach young people how to network and how oh. things work for you. You know, it's really important. Well, I think it's really important. Like in in school, obviously, we learned how to use iMovie editing, which has been one of the greatest things I've ever been taught at school. I've used it several times since I left school. I really think there should be more focus on social media within it because the only thing they sort of spoken to us about was the dangers of social media they didn't talk about the fact that you can find people from the other side of the world with common interests with you and build something brilliant from doing that like i've sent out a few masks to people who i watch on youtube because i'm really into youtube like watching the disney videos that kind of thing and i sent some to a girl on tiktok and she received them yesterday she made a little video and i've gained i think like 60 followers overnight like it's not it's not something to be laughed at like people here tiktok here instagram here facebook like that's not a real job you can absolutely make a real job through social media if you know how to you do can. it like you can 100 i've had things for my car that i didn't even need for my car like i've got on the top of my gear knob i have a bubble hat that's personally made for my gear knob or gear stick whatever people want to call it as the exact color as the interior of my car and i discovered a girl on tiktok and she made it for me. I sent her the picture of the colour inside of my car and she made it. And it was with me within three days. It's mad, isn't it? Like I've had yeah. a little case made to go to put my mask in whilst I'm out and about. And it's got flowers on it. It's got my name on the front of it. And I found her through Twitter, I think it was. Like she put a little thing up, like retweet my business if you see this. Mm. And I was like, that's really cool. Like it, mm. it only takes the right people to see something. And that's why it's so important to share something if you see it on social media and you think that's brilliant. Take the time to share it. Like, because yeah. if it gets into the right hands, then that could be something amazing for the person who originally posted it. I mean, some people have to really craft. They're like, please share my things. Like, some people just like <laughs> they hit it off straight away. I, I mean, I, for example, right, Kim and Ket, Kim and Ket, I, I help them. I sort of give them advice and brought them on my show and stuff to help them with their podcast. Um, uh, Kim and Kat stay alive, maybe. And their show is now absolutely smart, breaking down walls. It's super famous. And I was like, my show is still, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm still like, (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy how that can happen. Um, But they're great at what they do at the same time. Um, yeah, TikTok is is great. I'm I'm slowly starting because like me, uh, Shane, and Dee have had this debate about TikTok for a while, and Julie as well. Can I can I fill this bit in? I'm yeah, fill this bit in. So the start of last, the very first lockdown we did, I was like, I went on. I just downloaded TikTok. I was like, I'm going to see what the hype's all about. Went on TikTok and I was like, some of this stuff is so funny. And the boys, Jules wasn't involved in the whole debate over TikTok at the time, but the boys were ripping me. They were like, why have you got that stupid app? Oh my gosh. And just giving me hell. 24 hours later, I was getting stupid videos off them <laughs> that they were creating on TikTok. 
And I swear they have more TikTok stuff than I do now. It's ridiculous, but it's it's so good though. If you want to hear a TikTok origin story, so last year I was doing A level dance up at my school, and it's attached to a school. So there was like year eleven to sixteen year olds, and I was teaching them dance as like part of my spare time. I'd like do little shifts and stuff with a dance teacher. So obviously back end of last year tiktok was getting massive with like the 11 and 12 year olds they were loving it they were always in the corner like doing all these things and i was like what what on earth are you doing i was completely anti it i was like oh it's such a stupid app like what are you doing like just calm down in the start of the first lockdown i was sat here so bored and i was like i'm just gonna have a look and then six months later a video of me and my nan dancing has got like 200k views like it's it's mental like I, I I was one of those people who was like completely anti-TikTok like no it's just a stupid little dancing app for 12 year olds but it's brilliant like some of the stuff on there and you get really really talented people on there as well like some of the painting videos that I see and it's crazy oh, yeah. what people can mm. do the monkey talk about the monkey that little monkey that opens up the presents he's amazing oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah my yeah. gosh yes he's brilliant yes uh, and there's that girl as well. Uh, she's been on uh, You Suck. Is she, she always does the videos of her talking to a kid and so her dressed up as, yes, mama. And yeah, uh, yeah she's, she's actually been on You Suck. She's great. Um, I, I think it's all, I do think it's fun. I just, I don't have the time or the creativity to do it. So I might start um, sort of speaking to TikTokers and getting them on my shows and stuff because I do think it's relevant and it's great. Um, I just struggle for I love. I love the fact that we talk about social media has good and bad things but the thing I love about TikTok in a form of being a a social media as it is now because it's not really like YouTube it is more of like a social media platform just video based it's the abuse millennials get so like my age and I kind of like it where they're like you don't belong here and all millennials are alcoholics and don't know where their life is going and I'm watching this guy I'm loving that video (laughs) Well, I'm a millennial. I do find that, you know? yes. that TikTok has the least negativity as well. Like, if I was going to say, like, if I was going to rank the social medias on how much abuse I get with the mass pages, I'd go Facebook number one, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Like, TikTok, nobody cares. If they don't like it, they'll just keep scrolling. Yeah. They're, they're less likely to leave a comment that they hate it. They're less likely to, like, just be nasty and send you a DM because they can't do that. It's brilliant. It's such a yeah. good app. And they just carry, carry on, keep going, don't they? It's brilliant, yeah. Although it does mean that I do be pretty stupid on there, like the amount of stupid little dancing videos, just because I think it's okay to post it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never publish. I'm too scared to publish that publish button. If I push it, there's no going back. I can oh, guarantee The way I get round it, though, Go on. the way I get round it is I put, I put masks on and I write masks by Amy at the top and I pretend it's work. I'm like, I danced for work. This is why I did this. (laughs) Nice, nice. I I guarantee you, though, like a a year ago, if you said, oh, right, you girls, let's dance. Let's do some dance. I'm going to record you. I'm going to put you on social media. Loads of people are going to see it. They'd be like, no, no, no. Whereas now you've got girls that like, and they're yeah. all like, I know, and they're amazing. Why, where, why are they so talented? I, I was never like that. Never, ever. Like, I was never that good. But this is the thing. So you'll get people who at school be scared to stand in front of the school and sing, but they'll happily go on TikTok and shake their ass and everything in front of millions of people. What is the world becoming? Tell me about it. Absolutely. <laughs> Some of these girls that I'd see who obviously I taught dance. Would, would be scared to like stand up and do a solo in front of people but they're in the corner doing their TikTok that like 7 million people are going to see that's cool yeah. that's fine but I think it's like the anonymity that's associated with it like they won't know me it's all good I think yeah. it's, it's a little bit like us on this like we sometimes sit on here when we do our uh, when we do our catch-ups and we just talk absolute random rubbish and we totally forget those people are going to be listening to this 
<laughs> I, I remember. Like, I've forgotten people are listening to this now, but we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, but this is the thing, isn't it, right? When we're sat here, we, we might as well be sat around a coffee shop, a uh, table in a coffee shop, you know? Uh, and that's the kind of style I like, you know, is the fact that we can talk about anything and it's you don't feel like there's people watching you. And that's why I like, I guess that's why I'm good at, at podcasting. But then again, when I am put in the spotlight and I am center of attention, I do care. I remember we went to uh, Morocco a while ago. Do you remember this, D? Uh, I don't know if you, uh, if I've spoken about it. I won Mr. Marrakesh or something. I won like... Um, <laughs> Sorry, what? It was like what? Mr. It was like a pageant. It was like a pageant <laughs> thing. You know, like when you go on holiday and they do all the, the, the things on stage and they have like competitions and stuff. Mr. Aquafun, yeah. I won. I won Mr. Aquafun. And you had to go on stage and you had to do different... Uh, like there was quizzes. There was like dance competitions. There was all sorts. So there was all these dads, you know, on stage and all the all the audience were all the people that were on holiday. And we had to do all these things. Um, and I won. I won. I, and everybody was cheering me. I got given a sack. Uh, bottle of champagne flowers all sorts you know um but i wouldn't have done that if that was in shrewsbury i guess but that's because these people in morocco are never going to see my face again are they you know maybe on their well it's really it's really funny you say it like this this is going to have a bit of a, a morbid start to it but my friend who passed away earlier this year it was there was um at his funeral it there was one bit where everyone started laughing and it's because his family mentioned that once but they went on holiday and, he, and my friend, he was very shy, but kept to himself. Like, everyone loved him. Um, but he went on holiday, and he entered a talent show doing stand-up comedy. And when they tried to remove him off the stage, he pushed him out of the way, and he got this massive list out of all this, like, material he had to read out. And we're all laughing. We're like, who is this person we never knew? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, like, I'll just say, like, when you're away, you don't know anyone. You've got, you've got balls of steel, isn't it, really, in a sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um- can we talk a bit about the negativity? I know it's like, um, it's, it's probably sore for you to talk about. Um, the, the, the comments you've been getting on Facebook and things like that, did, was it, was it a, a huge, you know, did it really upset you? Did, did it take you a while to get over that? Or, you know, did you just breeze through it? You know? I've spent a couple of nights in tears, I must say, but because some of the things I was getting, it wasn't to do with the masks. It was personal. I, the, the one that really hit me was a man said, why would you be wearing stupid cloth masks? You should be going out in an N95 because clearly you're at um, risk because of your weight. That's the one that got to me. And I was like, yes, I'm fat, but you didn't need to tell me, sir. Like, come that on. Is, that is a little man who can't handle a juicy girl. Absolutely. And that's coming from someone who's twice the size of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, one that really got to me. And then obviously you get like the normal COVID doesn't exist. Why are you selling stuff for a fake pandemic? It's all a plan. It's all about G5. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The QAnon stuff. Yeah, I mean. Oh, that's they're, oh, yeah. they're trying to put microchips in me. It's like you're holding an iPhone. You have a Facebook account. They know where you are, Sharon. Come on. <laughs> But we won't get into that. <laughs> I love they you. I think you you're are, awesome. Sharon. <laughs> it's hard, though, isn't it? It's the not... reference. The lady was not called Sharon. Sharon no, I get it. I get Karen. it. Yeah. She was not called Sharon. Sharon's a Karen. <laughs> the people included in this podcast may or may not be real. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think you're ace. This um... information has been disputed by Twitter. <laughs> I think that's a lot of jealousy, though, isn't it? There's a lot of jealousy. It's like, oh, I wish I had that idea. I wish I could make money doing something like that. Oh, well, I didn't. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be really abusive. And the uh, yeah, there's been a lot, of, a lot of that on Facebook. I mean, that was one of the things I, I struggled with when I first started doing this stuff. Is because when you're out there in the public domain, uh, I have two different modes. Okay, so I have biscuit mode, 
I don't swear. I'm very much me. I am very much me, but I don't swear. I don't drink. I don't, I don't get as foul as I do when I'm on USOC or the old, old, old show Thorskin. But when, I, when I'm out, um, when I'm out and about, um, I, I, I just breeze over Thorskin then. I'm really sorry. 19-year-old girl on my show, Thorskin. as my old show. I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to just throw that in the conversation. But um, when I'm out and about, I still have to hold my head as if I'm in biscuit mode because if I'm out with the guys doing guy things and being foul lads 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 <laughs> then they'll just they will they'll, they'll only see the biscuit guy you know uh, and that was a hard thing for me to, to learn to do and also the comments on on social media we get a lot of negativity you know there was a woman recently just uh, spamming our stuff on, on the biscuit and shane had to deal with that very quickly um it happens and it shouldn't happen um, because you are trying to help people you know? i have masks by amy mode so I don't have a mask account on Twitter. I just use my normal Twitter. But you can absolutely tell the difference between an Amy tweet and a Masks by Amy tweet. Like they, it's not that I'm two different people, but the Masks by Amy is like my professional side. Whereas that's a really good thing. Amy, you know how to switch on and off. That's what that's what every professional is like. That's different what modes. like these people that were sending me abuse on Facebook. If that was my personal Facebook. I would have sent like a funny gift back or like like your opinion matters, like that kind of thing. Mm. But there was there was one lady who I had to be really nice to who was like, are you send, selling winter blankets because the cold's coming soon? Are you going to take advantage of that as well? And I just commented, no plans, but if you like my page, you might be able to see if I'm making blankets in the future, like that kind of thing. Like sarcastic, but not in a nasty way. Like it could seem <laughs> like I'm trying to be nice to you and answer your question. <laughs> It's a it's a difficult thing to deal with. Um, you know, people are always going to complain about good things, like like I illustrated on the show with uh, bags, of, little bags of kindness, like with your thing. I don't know why people do it, but I think it's just to blow off steam in a, in a terrible way. To be honest, I mean, Twitter is just the absolute worst for that. It's just, it's mm. just, a, whoa, it's just I, I I can't really do Twitter that much because of the. I cr- love Twitter. I know you love Twitter, um, but I, I, I do I like, like Twitter for when I'm watching Strictly Come Dancing and I can have other people's reactions. That's when I go I, on Twitter I love Saturday re- night, I, specifically while Strictly's on. Twitter is basically my reading material at night because I love reading what all the Karens put. Yes. Like some of the stuff, I can't even repeat some of the stuff that I see it's, on there, but Al might have seen something. I shared something, some screenshot and sent it to me and I put it on, I did, couldn't even post it on socials. I had to put it on my story. And it was based about what a guy said he would do to someone. It was it was very sexual, but I it was very so funny. Sexual. I had to. Sh- it's very very sexual. Yeah. It was, but I had to like share it with people, but I couldn't post it anywhere or comment on it. It was just too far, and I thought, especially with being connected to the biscuit, I was like, the last thing I want to do is comment or say something that's a little bit too far, and then people then because my social media name is the same as a podcast name. <laughs> I was like, someone comes to the biscuit then. Oh, I, just, I see some things I'm like how how can you have that opinion like I I value all opinions but that's not an opinion like that's craziness that's coming mm. out of your mouth but um, you can't win some people the reason no. the reason why I brought that up and I wanted to talk about that is just to do we warn people about doing things similar things to you and starting their own little businesses and things like that, about the negativity because uh, there might not be people out there that are as strong as you and they might want to do something good and then get just, just ruined by this stuff on social media do we warn people about that or do we how do you deal with it you know is there, is there any advice you can give to young people or anyone I that's think, doing this you know yeah yeah i think my advice would be if you've got an idea you know you're doing a good thing do it and then if the people, if the trolls come running, 
deal with that when it arises like because their opinion at the end of the day if you know you're doing a good thing their opinions just wore off a duck's back at the end of the day like it is yeah these people it's horrible these people are gonna say stuff like you're not gonna stop them saying stuff you've just got to learn how to deal with it and I know that's absolutely terrible but it's just got to be one of those things that you just got to deal with like yes I've spent like days crying over these people because they've made me feel terrible but at the end of the day for every one person that said something there's a thousand other people that have been lovely to me there's a hundred other people who've liked my post there's a hundred other people who've followed me on Instagram like they are the tiniest tiniest minority of a whole span of people like their opinion um, shouldn't stop people doing things. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. It's like you get people now, celebrities, you get A-listers who you'd think have millions of followers and everyone loves them, but they have down days where they sit at home crying because of it could just be one comment that someone's made and it's really got to them. Yeah. So everyone deals with it. Al deals like, with I've it. Done, Al's so I've sensitive. Done, <laughs> I've done oh. dance ever since I was little and like I don't have the physique of a dancer. You wouldn't guess I was a dancer. So I've had a load of grief of like, when the Shrewsbury Town Football Club had a group of cheerleaders, I was mm. one of the cheerleaders. I was the biggest by like three dress sizes. So I got a lot of grief from it, but it's just, you learn how to deal with it. It's like, yes, I'm fat, have a cooler opinion, like come up with something I haven't heard. Like you can't win these people. <laughs> the way, what I say to people is, right, this is your one chance at life. You are who you are. <laughs> I nearly swore that, live it, right? Be proud of who you are and walk with pride, you know? Um, and yeah, I've had to deal with uh, terrible trolls in the past. I think with the biscuit was the worst was probably the BLM stuff. We uh, mm. we got hammered for that. In fact, we shared it around. I you know I did I did some videos and I took some pictures and I, I shared them around the the, sh- the social media sort of Shrewsbury sites and uh, you know they had to get taken down because we just got hammered by abuse, straight up abuse. It wasn't even like it was it was yeah it was it was quite bad. And in fact, uh, Tom Bruno, my co-host for for Thorskin at the time, it's now you suck. Um, he was like, oh, my God, we've got trolls. We've made it. And I was like, I never thought of it like that, really. Once you get trolls, when you've got people out, you kind of, you know, your stuff's out there then. Uh, it's not. Yeah, I think, that was, I think my, that was my dad's opinion. It, yeah. That was yeah. my dad's opinion when he was started. He was like, so you're an actual social media influencer now. And I was yeah. like, I wouldn't go that far, Roger, but okay. <laughs> yeah. When you get enough people following you that some people feel like they have to make their own opinions, that's when you know you've made it. The ones that really get to mm. me are like when I raise money for the Royal British Legion, um, I put that £2 from every mask goes to the Royal British Legion. I hadn't put that that was 100, 150% of my profits. Like that's, I was losing money on these masks. Mm. I hadn't put that out there. I'd put the £2 from every mask goes to the Royal British Legion. And I still got people going, but how much really goes to them? How much are you actually giving? Like you shouldn't be profiting off of this. But I don't want to come across as like a bad businesswoman that I'm losing money on it. So obviously I just deleted her comment and carried on. But like, it's like now with the children's hospital, I've had a load of comments of, but are you actually going to donate it? Yes, I am. Like, no. I'm not going to say that I'm not going to. Like, yes, I am. Stop it. <laughs> with, a lot of this, with a lot of small businesses now, people seem to forget, like, obviously, you don't profit from what you do. You do because you want to do it and you want to do something that gives back. But a lot of people now who do start these small businesses hoping to profit from them for themselves, to live on, support their families, whatever it is, a lot of people need to understand that, some businesses don't start making a profit for three months or and they don't even become stable for three years. I always think it's like a three-year mark because then you've gone through the ups and downs. And that's why it's like 
especially these small little businesses that people have made in their own homes, people need to support them because these people have a long journey ahead of them before they can sit back and say, I'm self-employed, everything's easy because nothing is easy. Absolutely. And like, yeah. I've made a lot of small business friends doing this, like people that I've spoken to, people that I found on Instagram, like as you mm. say, networking with people I never would have met before. And some of the stories that people have, like people asking them for discounts, like I yeah. got asked, I'm an NHS worker, can I have a discount? I've done free masks for the NHS, but I've done them sort of fits and starts. Like I've got 10 that I can give you now. I've got 10 that I can give you now. But people have been saying, like one lady said to me that she thought it was disgusting that I wasn't offering 20% off for NHS people and I was like at the end of the day even if I was making money off this you would then be taking all of my profits like yeah if if people think that just money comes out of the sky for these small businesses and the thing at the minute is obviously the Royal Mail is so badly delayed at the moment and Mm. the amount of people that I know that get an abuse that's out of their hands like they posted it a week ago it's out of their hands they can't do anything with it and people seem to think that these small businesses are the exact same as Amazon like it can just be with you like that they're in complete control of everything and there's just nothing that you can do sometimes but I think people going and asking small businesses and like projects like mine for discounts I I really don't think you should do it you should understand that that's that person's livelihood like that's all they're doing You've got a good heart, kid. Now, you know, I love what you're doing. And, and I, to all you people out there that have said bad things to Amy, stop. Right? No, seriously, because you're, you've, got, <laughs> got, you've got a kind heart and you're doing this for the right reasons. You know, it, it, it does break my heart. And I do think like this pandemic has brought a lot of negativity out on people, but it has also brought out positivity. You know, if it, you know, if it wasn't for folks like yourself, uh, there wouldn't be like custom masks. And, you know, there's, there's companies out there that jumped on it straight away and they were kind of like, yeah, we can we can replace those horrible blue masks with something that people will actually want to wear. You know, I've got uh, I've got a couple of biscuit masks. I made some biscuit masks, you know, shoes with biscuit ones. But the problem is they look kind of, I don't like wearing them because they look almost like underwear. <laughs> They're, they're, oh no! I think it's, I they think they look like. Ones. No, I think they look like when he puts it on. It looks like you know you get those whales, and when they're going to eat all the plankton, they open their mouths really, really wide. Yeah. And because of our logo is that disc, it looks like. Have you got one there, Al? Mine's downstairs. Oh, there we go. It looks like he's going along getting all his plankton. <laughs> I do. I do get the underwear-y thing. I, I do see. It, it does look a bit. Yeah. It looks like underwear, right? I'm putting it on, and it looks like I'm <laughs> being really vulgar, but I'm not. So. Uh, and these were made for me by the guys at the Duck Store as well, which are great. I love these people, but this is really they are, they're very good quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the Duck Store. The Duck Store's cool. Yeah, big yes. shout out to them. Uh, they've just moved, I think. They've moved um, into the Darwin they're down the bottom of the shopping centre, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah by they, they were in Pride Pride Hill. Now they've moved uh, to uh, uh, the Darwin Centre. So make sure, make sure you check that out. Um, yes, um, I love what you're doing. I think it's great. And um, what lessons did you learn from manufacturing your masks from the beginning? Uh, did you did you have anybody send anything back with any sort of quality issues that you've kind of addressed now and uh, manufacturing's become easier because of these lessons you learned? When I originally started it, I started leaving the elastic loose for people to tie themselves. And that was just so people could get the right fit. But as soon as I'd like sussed it out of how much like the average person needs I think that improved the quality of my masks a lot because obviously like now let me grab one they're like fixed at the end you don't have like two pieces to tie yourself I just Mm. think they look a lot more professional like that I've just got a pile of masks next to me at the minute but that's from (laughs) doing TikToks before (laughs) nice um where can people find you what's um how do they order a mask from you 
Uh, so I'm on Facebook, Masks by Amy, with an extra Y, and then Instagram, Masks by Amy, with an extra Y. If you want to um, order, just drop me a message, and I can help you out that way. Nice. I think you're awesome. I think you're great, and I really do. I mean, what's what 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 does the future hold for Masks by Amy? Is this something you're going to carry on doing, or do you think it's got a? I mean, obviously, once the pandemic's gone, which it will be gone, by the way. Sorry, sorry to do that to you. It's going. It's going soon. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> Wear your masks. I'm going to have life back again. I'm going to be able to go and hug people, and you know, uh, I high go five. To Florida. Yeah. Wow. I was supposed to October. I was supposed to be in America. I was supposed to go and see my, uh, go to New England to see my friends, and then down to Florida and stuff. And I got cancelled. I've had three America trips cancelled. I haven't met my cousin's little baby boy, and he'll be two in February. Yes, so. Yeah. I've literally had nothing cancelled because I don't do anything outside of SY. <laughs> no, it's th- nice this year, be there. No, it is. No, no. This year I've had so much with focusing on different projects I've got going on at the moment. I literally have not planned to leave. It's like I haven't been on holiday. People are always shocked. I've been on holiday for four years because wow. I'm always doing stuff and people are like, oh, I haven't been able to do this this year. How many have to do this? And I'm like, um I, I was like is holiday still a thing because <laughs> i've always got projects going on and stuff like that i'm like i just don't really have the time yeah it's a, it's a, i mean i've got a whole day to greece still booked from from last year hopefully that i that can still go ahead um and you know there's, there's a shrewsbury in vermont in america maybe we should, yes, we should there go there is. turn up there and be like yo uh do you reckon you can have you have have you asked us how they pronounce it uh shrewsbury Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, yeah, that's a, that's another one to add to the list. Mm. We should do a Shrewsbury biscuit sort of exchange. We should go over there and you know set up shop for a week. I don't know that'd be fun. They uh, might have their own podcast. We'll take over. <laughs> well, you know, the, the the world's a royster. Once it opens up again, we can go out and do our thing. And, oh yeah. Um, Amy, um, is there anything else that you would like to sort of make that you haven't been able to yet? Because obviously you've got a skill with with textiles and um maybe the future uh, maybe i don't know maybe fashion or something you know is this something that you'd like to do it's always going to be like my passion project my on the side thing like when i'm done with masks of an evening i make scrunchies for fun like i have nowhere to put these scrunchies yes. i have a big bowl yes. of them but i'm like i enjoy doing this i'm going to carry scrunchies on scrunchies are but... so popular right now yeah they're just for Amazing. me though they sit they sit in a little bowl on my bedside table no <laughs> but put um, them with your masks on your page so many people want scrunchies i want massive <laughs> scrunchies and they're so difficult to find good quality massive ones all the ones i get look brilliant on the shelf i put them in my hair and because my hair's so thick you just see a little bit of color and i'm like this is not what i want i want something that's my problem <laughs> I want something that makes me look like, remember that book about the little white mouse ballerina and she had this massive pink, like, scrunchie. That's Angelina what I want. Ballerina. That's the one. I want her scrunchie. And I can't find one, like, anywhere. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't, Sorry, I don't I've got think carried it's going to be I've got like, carried away scrunchies. <laughs> it's all right. I don't think it's going to be, like, a career thing. I found out two weeks ago, I was, meant, I was originally meant to be doing an apprenticeship. I was meant to find out if I got it in July. Obviously, with the pandemic, everything got push back and push back I found out two weeks ago I've got the job and I start in um, January so that's where I'm going personally but as long as people still need masks I'll be here to make them nice um, that's brilliant that is are you are you t- are you uh, you know is there other plans to take a break over Christmas or is, is winter like a catalyst for making more <laughs> do it more you know. at the minute I'm just plodding along I'm going to carry on because I say I, I enjoy it so it's not like a labor thing like because we're having a quiet Christmas anyway. We're not going to bubble up with any other households. The only person we're with is my granny, who's a single person anyway. But 
we're just gonna have a quiet Christmas so even if I have to head up here for three hours and do some sewing I'll enjoy it so <laughs> it's not like there's anything exciting going on downstairs <laughs> Bless you. um and a big tip as well for guys that have got beards um and the, but one of the best things is is uh is wax I'll put wax in my beard and it's like a musky sort of lemon sort of nice sort of beardy nice smell when you put your mask on it's like a it's like a, a, a I don't know a, a uh, a spa for your face it's nice you can smell it i had a happy accident similar to that so i was in the car going to the post office i put my mask down but the day before i'd had a body shop order that i'd opened in the car put it onto the dashboard i put the mask over the top of a bath bomb and when i put the mask back on it was the greatest thing i'd ever done it <laughs> smelled glorious so would recommend to a friend if you've got a bath bomb lying about pop your mask on it <laughs> D, do you remember the virtual show when I put a mint in my mouth when I had the masks on? I was like, mm, my eyes were screaming because <laughs> the fumes were going to my eyes. I was like, mm. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, um, so I've been experimenting loads with my mask because in my mask, once I wear them, I put them in like my Tupperware by my sink and I wash them once a week. So I've got like seven and I wash them all on a Sunday. And I've got a bit of a, a side project going on at the moment that I haven't really spoken much about. It's been on the down low. But in that, I brought out one of my own fragrance ranges and I've been experimenting that and how to use it. On my, I'm not dropping anything out. I'm not throwing anything out there. Oh, no, but, drop away. Yeah. Drop away. Watch this space. Um, but but yeah but I've been experimenting on that and I've had it where I did it on one mask I left it in a left it for three weeks didn't use it or anything like that I put it on and it still smelt like it as well so I think a lot of people when they're putting masks on like especially people who are smokers when they wear masks their cigarette nicotine smell sticks to their masks yeah so like you were saying things like that that might be an option you might be able to search another avenue with your masks I had masks I had this coming week. soon to an Instagram yeah, you. You. <laughs> <laughs> I Really, had... it's just lush bath bombs, and I've stuck a mask over the top of it for a couple yeah. of hours. And there you go. <laughs> you know how they smoke meat in in like shacks. You can just have like all these bath yeah. bombs, masks hung up. Like that'd be funny. <laughs> um, I had this a uh, multi million pound idea from when I was a kid. Um, and do you remember bounce the bounce sheets you put in the tumble dryer that makes your clothes smell nice? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why do I remember? Why can't you have ones that are like, I don't know, millions, smell like millions so that you, your clothes smell like aftershave? Or you can have like, I don't know, a Britney Spears perfume, whatever perfume you wear. But it's Well, yes, yes and no. So one of one of mine that I've got thing, um, it's an inter- reinterpretation of Chanel's number five. So you knocked it off, basically. But, yes, but it doesn't, it's not called <laughs> Chanel number five. But the description of it, it's, it just says, Fragrance and it, with a familiar scent of a very famous female fragrance. And but anyone that's not knows a rip me, at all. Just, that's good. You can no, go but anyone that. who knows me, I go, oh yeah, it's just it's just a version of Chanel number five. They sell them in home <laughs> bargains. You can buy. <laughs> that was just... Yes, but this is organic and safe for your skin yeah. and animals and babies and doesn't is stay. Is home bargains a small business though? Mm, yeah, screw you, Al. Trying to drop support home bargains in this. Guys, come on. <laughs> support the little people. Can you imagine that. Um, hi, this is Derek, and he's a he's a branch manager from Home Bargains in Shrewsbury. Um, <laughs> what's business been? <laughs> That's the next person sending me hate. Is going to be the Home Bargains account, isn't it? <laughs> we heard what you said. Home Bargains will turn to the next Wendy's on Twitter. That used to be brilliant reading I their love stuff. Wendy's. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Now that's the kind of Karen abuse I love. 
Yeah, when you end up getting <laughs> big chains, throwing their own shade. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I try and go with with the um, replies to nasty mass people is Wendy's Twitter account, but tone it down to a professional level. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to like teeter with. Yeah, yeah. We need uh, you need a, you need a social media sort of guardian someone will just defend you at all costs so i mean you do it sounds like you're doing a great <laughs> job by yourself as it is that's my mom my mom will go for people she's like we might have the same last name but no one knows who i am and i'm like they do but okay <laughs> <laughs> well look we better get out of here because we're running out of time but um amy thank you so much masks by amy people go on uh, support someone that's local i'm going to drop you a message later maybe you can sort me out of a rick and morty mask for my beard i don't know we'll i'll see what that. i can do um d have you got anything to add before we get out of here no, that's it really. All I was going to say is we saw a little glimpse of the style of your masks you have there. Don't just describe to people what style they are because I know some people have preferences on whether they prefer the pleated ones or the more fitted ones. These ones have just been worn by me, so they're a little bit crinkled, but they are the pleated ones and they've got fixed elastic on the side and they concertina out like that so they can fit around your face because you don't need to have all of them out obviously so that one's a little bit that's smaller because that's made for my face but this is the average size one that i do Ooh, I oh oh has that got penguins on it yes i'm loving the penguins for the wife so don't tell my mom i stole it from the drawers don't tell my mom i stole it she doesn't i've got it <laughs> thank you so much though it's been so lovely speaking to you it's lovely speaking to you too thank you for having me oh thank you for coming on uh and listeners uh make sure you you check out our stuff as well we've got uh, our website kindly made for us by web orchard if you need a website amy make sure you go to web orchard they'll sort you out uh they go um pete's great you just you just sit down and he'll work things out with you and he make you something look great uh, our website is www.theshoeswithbiscuitpodcast.co.uk not like what i've got written above me i've missed um i wrote that wrong it's not got podcast on it so no it doesn't and I, I released that po- poster on social media as well because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. Uh, so go, make sure you check out Web Orchard and our website. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to the guys at the parade. Big salute to you guys. Uh, we're staying out the way of the parade at the moment uh, behind the parade shops behind St. Mary's there. Um, and that's simply because uh, I imagine it's going to be quite busy during Christmas. We don't want to add to that by uh, bringing out guests to our studio. Uh, but Amy, when it's all open and stuff, I'd love to invite you to our studio to sit and talk. Um, That'd be cool, yeah. Catch up and grab a crystals cupcakes on the way because oh, yeah. done, <laughs> done, done. Um, <laughs> right, thank you very much, guys, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Peace out. <laughs>